This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's fuck this shit. So well, late. It's I mean, Audrey normally goes to bed at like seven. So this is this is a really big deal. I mean, Stop. okay, eight on week on weekends. <laughs> like you know, you're you're you get a little wild on Fridays. Listen, I have to be at work very early in the morning. I work an early shift, so so you work eight to four. I work eight to four. Um, how are you? How's your weekend? Uh, I'm having my my oh, one beer. I was gonna have a beer too, but then I. I just kind of lost my momentum. To have a beer? You have to have momentum to have a beer? I knew it would just make me more tired. I'm like not really, I'm trying not to like eat gluten mm. right now. I, I mean, like if you know me at all, you know that I'm constantly trying to lose five pounds. You are. And and have been doing that since uh, roughly the age of 10. Love that. Um, Love to have a normal relationship with my body. So I'm currently like not eating a lot of gluten except for like like once a week I'll be like yes I'm eating a shit ton of bread today. Today was the day that I ate a ton of bread. bread day. Like I do that like well, yeah my bread day. <laughs> it's my bread day. You woke up you're like let's get that bread. <laughs> Literally all day I was like I'm gonna have pizza for dinner and it's gonna be fucking awesome. I feel like so that might undo undo the benefits that you get from being gluten free. Oh I'm gonna feel like shit tomorrow. I'm gonna feel horrible tomorrow. Are you do you have a gluten allergy? No, it just makes me really bloated. Okay. Like in my face, as I've as I've started to age, I'm 24. Yeah, years shut old. the fuck up, Audrey. <laughs> 24 years old, but like salt and sugar and gluten, like all make my face mm-hmm. bloat like crazy now. So that's cool. I think that your face should bloat because I like to see your face, and the bigger it is, the, the better I can that's see it. So kind. I'm sure all of our listeners love hearing about your your gluten intolerance. My severe body dysmorphia. Yeah, it's very cool. Everyone, can we can we get an Audrey's pretty in the chat? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get those hearts going, please. Episode eleven. You are back from Tejas. Tejas. I'm back in back in Hockey Town, USA. That's not true. Chicago, Hockey Town, USA. That's right. Um, some shit went down in Chicago this week. It did. Uh, your boyfriend is now. I think Justin said he's technically legally my boyfriend now because he's been traded to the Coyotes. I mean, in my opinion, we share all of our boyfriends. It's a, poly- <laughs> it's a polyamorous relationship. He belongs to the desert now, is what I believe yeah. you said. So Nick Schmaltz got traded, like a snap trade, to Arizona 
for what's his name? One of the cursed boys, Dylan Strom. The cursed Strom siblings, uh, Dylan Strom and Brendan Perlini. I know Dylan Strom is like this this cursed boy. Like I don't know why, but I think he, I've heard he's really bad. I like Dylan Strom mm-hmm. um, mostly because I I feel kinship to him because he's a massive disappointment. Oh. In what, in what sense? Like, keep in mind, obviously, in the perspective of the NHL, like, the level of skill you have to have to even, like, be drafted at age 18 or whatever. His draft year, so he was drafted in 2015. Oh, no. He was, yeah, <laughs> like, dun, dun, dun. Oh, man. It's, like, the most stacked draft class of, like, all time. Poor um, boy. He, overall, he was taken third. And so Arizona, by taking him, passed on... Mitch Marner, Miko Rantanen, (laughs) and, like, Matt Barzal, (laughs) who are all, like, household names. Like, 60-point-a-year guys. And the number one and number two seed in that class were Connor McDavid and Jack Eichel and then Dylan Strom. What what year was Austin Matthews? Was he 2015, too, or 2016? I think he was 2016. So he gets drafted by Arizona. He went to the AHL for a couple of years or whatever to grow up and they kept like sending him back down Mm -hmm. because they just weren't seeing what they wanted to see so he's kind of had he's had some issues which is like a bummer because i can't imagine how hard that must be for him like seeing all these other guys who were in his draft class like immediately go to the nhl Mm -hmm. and have 60 goal seasons and just it makes me wonder if he he had like some attitude problems or something well i think he probably Arizona is a hard place to play for anybody who's just starting out. Yeah. Who doesn't quite know who they are as, like, a professional hockey player yet. Yeah. I I mean, like, I think this is one of those trades where it's like, okay, these guys maybe just need a change of scenery and to be paired with some different lines and we'll see what happens. Yeah, so, I mean, I was really surprised to see that Schmelzy got traded because... I think he was also pretty surprised He was pretty surprised. Like, he gave an interview with the Chicago Tribune a couple days ago that was like, yeah, I had no idea I was going to get traded, but I guess I'm happy about it. He was, like, already calling them from the plane on the way to Phoenix. So, I mean, at the game that I went to a couple weeks ago, and just in general, they had bumped him up to the first line. Right. So last year was his first season, and he, I think, he, like, had 50 points last year, which is, like, very respectable. But he's slow start I guess the Coyotes just wanted, like, they were choosing proven experience over, like, hope for the future, which I kind of get. Mm -hmm. But also... I don't know, just kind of, I don't know. I, I like Dylan Strom. It was a weird trade. I want to see him succeed, and I hope Chicago LOL is, like, a good <laughs> oh, fit for him. I don't know. Like, it, it, it was weird whenever they traded him, because, I mean, I know, like, Schmaltz had, like, a kind of a slow start to the season, but just the fact that he was playing on the first line, like, last week. I'm going to miss seeing him all the time, my beautiful boy, I know, boy, he's Nick. really, really good looking. Yeah, please, if you're listening to this, you don't know what Nick Schmaltz looks like, do your friends a favor. Like, Google Nick Schmaltz. Look at that handsome man. He also has a hot brother uh, who also plays hockey, I believe. So I think that Chicago, by taking Dylan Strom, is hoping that they're going to have, like, another... They're going to have, like, another center mm-hmm. to choose from. They've had serious depth issues. What does the other guy play? I think he's a wing... I think he's also a center. So it's like if Strom doesn't work out, then they also have Perlini. Like they have similar records so that like, okay, if Strom doesn't like really start lighting it up like he's supposed to, 
we have a little bit of an insurance policy in Brendan Perlini. Is he a baby boy, like Strom? They're all 22. Okay, well, that's good. No, Dylan Strom might be 23, but they're, like, all infants. God knows that Chicago needs some guys who are under the age of 30. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It was like, remember how we said the Blackhawks were really ancient? Uh, the good thing is, the good news is that um, these are two baby boys, so that's good. Two baby chicks for Patrick Kane to uh, throw up in their mouths. Big daddy bird. <laughs> Ew, gross. Uh, I hate. I hate that image. He's not the real leader of the team. It's Chase. I wish they were better. Uh, for you, I wish they were better. Those tickets aren't even cheap. I mean, I, I think I said this last week. They were. There's like sixty bucks. I know. <laughs> God so damn sorry. it. Yeah. We can go to uh, Phoenix and watch Nick Schmaltz play out there. I'm sure tickets are cheaper. I'm in sure they're like Glendale. twenty dollars. The other thing that happened this week is that the Flyers are firing everybody they are on fire i believe they are blindfolding dave haxtell and just making him like like spinning him around and making him point at different people and then like <laughs> be like well yeah <laughs> yeah exactly no but seriously they did fire their gm ron hextall how long can he been there maybe like five i think this was his fifth year it's a long time that's a long time and the thing about him being there for a long time is that he really hadn't started turning things around. So I I was reading that like he basically inherited this like dumpster fire of his team. They're still pretty bad, but they were mm-hmm. really bad like 5 years ago. They've put out like 50% of the dumpster fire. It's just kind of like slightly smoldering. Yeah, he had to like basically redo their whole farm team situation. Yeah. He created the roster that they have right now, basically. I don't think it was a good idea to fire him. Well, it's very strange to me that they decided to fire the GM instead of the coach because the team isn't winning right now with the roster that they have, which is not necessarily Hextall's fault. Like, he can't do anything with the players that he has, so... It's a coaching issue would be my, like... I don't know how you fix a team like Number the one guess. I don't know what you do. How do you solve a problem like the Flyers? Like, wh- well. they're in the worst division, Metro division. They're, like, bad. And it's not even that they're they're bad at one thing. They're bad it's at that all they're things. bad at everything. Their PK, their power play, their goalie situation is terrible. Yeah, how many have they gone through? Like, five? <laughs> Dude... They're literally on, like, their fifth goalie of the season. They're going to put us in. I will lie in front of the goal. They'll stack us up. All the goalies that are out for them right now, I'll put all of their pads on and just lie in front of the goal. Yeah, between, like, Boston and Philly, like, it's really time for us to get called up. It's it's about time. My thing about the Flyers is that the whole Hackstall situation is really bad. Like, that should have never been allowed. To, oh, uh, a GM and a coach with names that similar it should be illegal. Wait, what's the coach's name? Hackstall. Are you kidding me? Yes. They're, that's the same name. So, and then they also today announced that they were firing, like, an assistant GM and, a, and an assistant coach. Okay. Uh, so who's left? So, my dirty Travis Konechny. Oh, I love my dirty boy. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... That's it. Clutch and Wayne Simmons... A lot, of, a lot of grease. Shane Gossespierre and baby infant Nolan Patrick. The only guy with a normal name. <laughs> normal ass name. Yeah. Uh, so Philly, uh, make gritty your GM. Like, where do you get a GM? Like, where do they come from? Usually they are former players or former coaches who have kind of gone mm-hmm. 
into like the business side of things or like people who have been scouts or whatever mm-hmm. like worked on that side because i feel like you don't just grow on trees like i wouldn't fire i think they come out of the ground like carrots you just pluck them is that where kyle dubas came from oh definitely that man is an alien he came from a test tube i love him you love him my listeners should know that i have a really big weird crush on kyle dubas like i that's christina's type like to be honest yeah Oh my god. I feel like that's a perfect encapsulation. Oh, he's such a geek. I love him so much. I want to put him in a locker. (laughs) I want to put him in a locker and then I'm also in the locker and then we make out. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. You were very cool in high school, weren't you? Yeah, like my number one crush in high school was like Snape from Harry Potter because he was misunderstood. Oh yes. Oh yes. I read a lot of, I read a lot of like Harry Potter's dad era fan fiction uh mine was probably jacob from twilight which i think says a lot about my type wow 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 Wow. okay that makes a that makes a little bit too much sense real hot real dumb this is just gonna be an episode of me bitching about things that i am mad about audrey are you in a bad mood am i in a bad mood no i don't think so you're always nice to me am i in a bad mood i don't think so you know what's weird is that i just showered and cut my knee shaving for the first time in like five like when's the last time i cut myself shaving Audrey, it's like the end of november why are you shaving your legs uh, <laughs> i shave all the time that's weird i love shaving um i'm a year-round shaver what a little freak i like to be smooth and hairless like a like a little baby seal <laughs> i just wanted to let you know <laughs> i'm in like a weird like a lot of weird things happened to me today like what you know when you kind of have like out of like an out of body experience so you disassociated just, like, things at work are strange i'm always dissociating at work <laughs> and every every other time in my life you know did you ever play pokemon no okay well in pokemon like in this one iteration of the game there's like you walk around and then pikachu walks around behind you uh-huh. I constantly feel like that. Like, you're, like, walking like around behind me. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what what happened to you today that was weird? Um, I think it was just, like, one of those days where, like, I woke up and all of a sudden it was 9 p.m. Oh. You know, and you're like, what happened between this morning and 9 p.m.? Did you have a salad for lunch? I did have a salad for lunch. Okay, well, then you know that happened. That's your anchor. I had a salad with sweet potato for lunch. Gross. I should get an, I should get an award. Ugh. And then I had pizza. Hey. It's my bread day. <laughs> you know what? The day went so fast because I was looking forward to eating bread so much. That's how I'm going to make days feed by in my unemployment. It's to look forward to eating <laughs> bread. Yes. Anyway. The other thing that I'm mad about this week is that uh, old men are still bitching about the Canes celly. What are they? I don't, okay, so I've seen takes about it, but like for the class, why are they pissed? It's such garbage. Basically, old hockey pundit men don't know how to have fun shocking but this really took off because brian burke was on some radio show brian burke uh he is he works for sportsnet so he's canadian and works in hockey so he's obviously insane (laughs) they asked him they were like oh like we know that you don't like like the carolina hurricanes new selly tradition why not and he said uh i don't think it's professional I don't think it belongs in our league. I think it's absurdly amateurish and it's peewee garbage. Oh my god. Shut up. What the fuck is your bro? Like, why do you hate fun 
so much. Well, and like there's like the NHL is bereft of any personality. We we have to look so hard for anything. I feel like that has really started to change this year mm-hmm. and that people are acting out. <laughs> people over the age of 70 are acting out in response to this. They're so mad that Austin Matthews loves shopping. They're so mad that Austin Matthews is wearing coats. <laughs> I'm I'm mad, but they're really just not not about it and it's why do you why do you hate fun like why do you want fans the fans love it in carolina yeah and there's like barely any carolina fans like fucking let them have right. a good like, time that's obviously a very difficult market like do you not want that to be successful there like do you not want people to be coming to games or yeah. care about the players like ugh, shut the fuck up it is so cute i want them to be happy I just want Dougie Hamilton to be happy. And if flossing <laughs> makes Dougie Hamilton happy, I just think you should support that. I mean, are the, Car- the Carolina Hurricanes need something to celebrate because Jeff Skinner has been on fire. They need to act like they went through a breakup this summer and that they are fine and cool and not thinking about it anymore. They are doing fun celebrations on the and ice. And they're having fun and they're going out with their friends and they don't give a fuck. They lost a lot of weight. They got a new haircut. They're posting hot selfies on Instagram. Like, they don't they don't care. And this is the way to do it. And if you don't like it, shut the fuck up. Can we talk about Jeff Skinner for a second? Can we talk about the Sabres? It's not on the agenda. Christina, you know I could always talk about Jeff Skinner. We could have a whole episode dedicated to Jeff Skinner's dimples. He is so cute and so good at hockey and has such just a sparkling personality. What did they who did they trade for him? Like, what happened there? Because, like, I feel like it was not a good trade oh, for the Kings. Let me look it up. Or he's just way outperformed. It's definitely, like, the most... I wouldn't say it's surprising, but it's the trade of the summer that's most exceeded everybody's expectations. I think people really undervalued him. I think he wasn't playing... Like, he wasn't having success on his line. Mm-hmm. Like, he needed new line mates, yeah. basically. And playing with Jack Eichel has, like... Has been the glow up of the century for him. Oh, they... He got traded to the Sabres for a prospect and their second round draft pick. What? Uh, for Buffalo's second round draft pick this coming year and their third and sixth round picks in 2020. Okay. He got traded for a bunch of picks? He was also supposed to be an unrestricted free agent. Oh, okay. After this year. So he's gonna leave. So instead of, like, getting to the end of this year and then losing him for nothing... Mm-hmm. The Canes were like, let's make a trade now because there's no way he's staying past this year. So I kind of understand that. And I mean, like, obviously, this is going to be a career year for him. Yeah. Um, And the city of Buffalo is in love with him. Yeah. So, like, Buffalo is like a hockey town. And, like, the Sabres are a very old team, but they have been terrible for the last... They were last in the league last year. They were the butt of every joke. And so this is the first year that they're sort of reversing the tank because they have they have Eichel, Rasmus, they, have, they have Skinner. They have Rasmus Dahlin. Yeah. They have both Rasmuses. Rasmus Brothers I. Rasmus. <laughs> One of my friends uh, who's like a Bruins fan Ugh. DM'd me last night and <laughs> he all he sent me was Jack Eichel's like headshot and he was like why did nobody tell me that Jack Eichel looked like this? Wait, let me look him up because I don't think I know I don't know what he looks like. I, he's a sweetie. Okay, let's let's take a look. Oh no, this guy! <laughs> no, he's a sweet oh, boy. Oh no, he looks like. Oh, I love my dirty boy. Oh, Audrey, Audrey, no, ma'am. He looks like a uh, like a hockey version of Justin Timberlake. 
Look at his curly hair. I know, but look at his ear that sticks out. Get that pin back. Ooh, there's a big... Oh, my God. Oh, Uh-oh. my God. There's a bug. What the... F- if, where did that come from? If it's from? a roach. It's a roach. If it's a roach. Is it a roach? It's a tiny little roach. Ah! Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. I don't know where it went. It's like a little bitty, little bitty bug. Do not show it to me. I'm not going to show it to you. I, we've been through this once already this week. Oh, my God. Was it in your computer? I don't think so. It was probably looking for somewhere warm okay, to be. Okay, I see it. I see it. I'm going to squish it. Okay. Okay, it's, okay. Jesus. Okay, that was really gross. Okay. Anyway. Now you're always going to connect Jack Eagle to a roach. Anyway, where, where were we? <laughs> we were talking about how the Sabres have now won 10 games in a row. Against some good guys. Okay, so next week, I think they played the Sharks and the Lightning... They play like three really good teams. I hope we get week. to watch one of those. Stop telling people to vote for the Avs, Audrey. Now that we've watched the Avs, now that they, now that I whined enough that people <laughs> took pity on me, we don't have to watch the Avs anymore. Oh, let's talk about the Willie Nylander show first. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. We're in the final countdown. We're in the final 48 hours. Okay, so the situation now, I, I, I read up on this because I love salary bullshit, is there, so Nylander and Toronto are about 300k apart. So I think it's going to happen because like it would be so stupid for them to waste a year over $300,000. That seems to be like the general consensus. Are they going to give him the money, but because of all this shit that they've gone through, are they going to, like, trade him next year? Well, so there's a lot of considerations to take into account here because they are facing, I mean, a salary cap apocalypse coming up next summer with with Marner and and Matthews, who are going to get probably John Tavares' money. I don't know. I mean, that's going to blow their salary cap out of the water. So, like... I. It's really, it's really hard. Like, I don't think they're going to sign him to a bridge deal or anything like that. Like, I don't think Nylander's going to get a bridge deal. But, like, I don't know what they're going to be able to do. I'm not convinced that he's going to sign with them. But I feel like something else would have come out by now. It's, like, two days. We're recording on the 28th. I mean, if they don't have something by the 29th, then I think it's a pretty sure deal that, like, he's going to be with the Leaves. But there's been a lot of interesting takes from both sides of this. Like, I mean, obviously teams are pretty pissed about what's happening here because he is what's called a restricted free agent, which usually means like before, you know, the, the modern era of like players, it's like you're basically not a free agent. You, you don't really get to have any say. Uh, but he is really messing around with restricted free agents because he's not playing. This is going to set the tone mm-hmm. for the future of whatever... That's what teams are worried about. Because he's like 22 years old. He's a guaranteed 60 uh, points a year kind of guy. And he thinks he should be paid a lot. And, you know, the trend for the past ever of hockey is you pay your dues. And then when you're a veteran, you get paid mm-hmm. more. But now you have young guys like this who know that they are. They were like, I'm good now. Yeah, pay me now. Now, yeah. So I think what this is going to do is I think it's going to sort of trend us to shorter salaries that pay more for younger players and you're not going to see these like seven-year deals which have been disastrous in so many cases or just think about like the kings the kings or the hawks so i mean i think it's a good thing because like i'm all like as gamers say power to the players (laughs) so sorry i'm so sorry i did that but i i don't know what's gonna happen to him i posted a poll on our 
on our Twitter today that was like, do you think he's going to sign with the Leafs or get a bridge deal or going to sit out for the year? What are people thinking? People think he's going to get a deal. Yeah, of but course. But also, we had like a lot of people vote in it. And I think a lot of those people are just random Toronto fans who are name searching Nylander. So Toronto fans continue to be insane, which is fine. They want to believe so bad that he's staying. I don't mind it. I mean, like, I get it. I understand. You want your prince to stay. Do you think if he stays, like, his long absence is going to affect, like, on-ice chemistry? Oh, God. Like, I was thinking about this today, too, because I don't know how it doesn't. There have been players who have, like, um, David Pasternak in Boston. Love pasta. Who, like, he and Nylander are really close. Who have come out and been... And the whole thing is that Nylander's been saying... Like, his team has been, like... He should be making pasta money, basically. I agree. Like should, I agree. He should be making six million dollars a year. He should be making that amount of money. And so somebody asked him about it in an interview, and he was like, "I just really feel for him. Like, obviously, he just wants to be playing hockey. And like, if he because the Bruins played the Leafs last week, mm-hmm. and he was like, I just wish he was here. Like, usually we whenever we play each other, we would go out to dinner and." So he was like, I just miss my friend, you know? And so, like, I'm sure that there are players on the Leafs who feel like that. And I'm sure there are players on the Leafs who are like, this is consuming. So, like, this has gotten out of control. I, I do agree that I think I, I think pushing it to the end like this during the season is ridiculous. Like, just it's figure, really figure out what you're going to do, you know? Let's talk about uh, our feature game of the week, which was the Avs in Nashville. In Smashville. They ca- they never once called it Nashville. On the broadcast last night, they called it Smashville literally every time. I wanted to K myself every time they said that. <laughs> it was like, please stop trying to make this happen. I hate it so it's much. It's so bad. <laughs> and like, Nashville's already like a destination. You know, like, you, you don't, yeah, you, you you don't, don't need to make to, people you excited. You don't have to give it a cute nickname. You don't have to make give it a cute nickname. They already have like Music City. Motor City. Windy City. City of Angels. City of Angles. I could be your devil or your angle. Uh, this game was really fun. I had a great time watching it. So the Avs and the Preds are number one and two in the Western Conference right now. Yeah, Avs have the best uh, top line in the NHL right now. How many weeks have I been saying this? Uh, many weeks. And they showed Almost it. Almost every day. They showed their prowess on the top line and also their power play last night. Look Damn. at me using words. This is what happens when you watch the games. I watch the game at least two thirds <laughs> of the time. The Preds are number one in the league right now. I think they're going to win the Stanley Cup. They have 35 points. The Avs are only three points behind them right now. And they got another point, two points last night. Nobody saw that shit coming, which is very cool. The other cool thing with numbers last night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate so numbers. This is the last time we're going to talk about numbers. Uh, is that the Preds had won the last 11 games like during the regular season that they played against the Avs. Mm-hmm. And the Avs won 3-2, to two, so that snapped that streak, which is cool. At home. Ouch. At home in Smashville. At- <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Jesus. It makes me think of uh, Smallville. Have you ever watched that? No, I never watched okay, that. Is that the one with... Shut up! Smallville was on. You're like what three grades below me? Why are we talking in grades? We're both. Smallville is the one where he didn't have the belly button, right? Nope, that's Kyle. That's, that's why. Wh- <laughs> that's Kyle. Cut that's this. Why. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, I thought it was like a very invigorating, fast game of hockey. The oh, Preds are some speedy boys. The speedy boys. Speedy boys. They're great at passing. Like, oh my god, you watch the Preds pass. It's just beautiful. It's like it's all, and it's a Philip Forsberg, the Philip Forsberg effect. He's a clean boy. No, he, is the pr- he Philip Forsberg is a pretty clean boy. He's got like long hair though. Yeah, well, he's also they've all got the beard slash mustache going on right now. Mm. Pecorine. Very clean boy. Squeaky. Squeaky clean. <laughs> you, could, you could scrub your toilet with Pekka Renee's beautiful, <laughs> beautiful clean face. It is. He made quite some saves last night. What a good, what a good goalie, <laughs> you know? He did. He had one save where he was like doing the middle splits. I'm really happy to see him doing so well this year because he is pretty much the reason why they did not go to the Stanley Cup finals last year. He looks, he looks damn good right now. But boy, oh boy, the rest of the Preds. Let's learn how to play defense so we don't leave Pekka out there. I felt just so bad for him. Hang out. There were like several times where he was just the only guy. There, Well, there were several near shorthanded goals. Yes! What the fuck was that? Yeah, like every Nashville power play, it was like, I'm, I was scared that they were going to get a shorthanded goal scored on him, which would be embarrassing. Uh, the, the, the abs are having the same issue right now. It was just that Varlavov is so good. And they're, I mean, like, the McKinnon, Landeskog, Miko Rantanen top line. Did Big Mac get two last night? Yes. Nate Dogg scored two goals last night. One on the power play, at least. They had a very potent power play. So their top line has scored a combined 103 points so far this season. That's incredible. Not a big deal. That's fine. And I, again, have said this every week, but Miko Rantanen still leads the NHL in assistant points. I don't really think, again, that anybody saw that coming. This top line is, they put them together last season, Mm -hmm. which the Avs coach was, it was his first year last year. And so he put together the Landeskog, McKinnon, Rantanen line. And they were like, oh, like McKinnon is going to center this line and he's going to be the star and that's how it's going to be. But Mm -hmm. Miko Rantanen has taken off this year, which is very cool to see. He he was the assist on both of McKinnon's goals. (sighs) Anyway, I love the Avs. When, when is your sweater coming in? Oh, I ordered a, I ordered a sweatshirt off of eBay, which is my go-to purchase, stupid purchase of the week, which mm. is a Colorado Avalanche sweatshirt from the 1990s. It has a sick font. I will post a picture when I get it. Wow. Ozzy's a real bandwagon fan, so for the Capitals, then the Avalanche. I'm a real bandwagon fan for teams that have a very serious Washington Capitals energy, and by that I mean... Teams where all the boys love each other so they much do that love each other. you're like, is this too much? But it's not enough. I want there to be a question for every team. I'm like, do you do you make out in the in the locker room? Like, do you guys make out? Like sometimes, like if you get really excited, it's fine if you do. And I think that's like a nice thing. I want there to just be the question. Like, don't answer it. Like, I just want that yeah, energy. There can be a little, yeah, like an implication. Like, the the best way I can sum up Washington Capitals energy is that last week, uh, one of our defensemen, Michael Kempney, got injured <laughs> because because he got hugged too hard <laughs> in uh, go- post-goal celebration. <laughs> and that is Washington Capitals energy, and the Avs have it. They do. And I'm into it. All about it. Do you want to take some calls? We got some really good calls this week. Let's take some calls. People really hit it out of the fucking park this week. Hey, Puck Bunnies. Love the pod. This is Leslie calling from Kentucky. 
So I have two questions. One, since I'm still reeling from seeing Barbario's mustache at the Preds game last night, who is currently winning November? And second question, every time I've drank Bud Light at a Preds game, the Preds have won. And last night I switched it up with Coors Light and Colorado won. So I just want to know what beer should I be drinking for the sweet Arizona Coyotes to win the Stanley Cup? And I'm going to be throwing that back until they win. So, love the pod. Have a good one. I feel a lot of feelings about Mark Barbero right now. I did, I did not know he looked like that. Huh. I think he should keep that thing all year God round. damn. Like, does he normally have that? No. Um, he. I think he usually has, like, a little little scruff. He should, he should keep this. Like, all that. Yeah. I love men with dark hair. That's really all you have to do to impress me. Have hair darker than light brown. <laughs> Knowing Audrey, that is not all you have to do. She's a very picky woman. But uh, that's a good start, I guess. Uh, the mustache is extremely good, I will say. I'm um, into I it. Was bummed. I was bummed last night watching the game because uh, Tyson Berry was out with an injury. Because his dad was too mean to him. <laughs> his dad owed him too hard. Uh, but then they were like, it's okay, Audrey. We're going to give you a gift. A consolation prize. Aww. Mark Barbario will be playing instead. And I said... Ooh, show me that mustache. <laughs> and God was like, all right, let me get this uh, etch a sketch. Who, who do you think is winning November? First of all, I forget every year what November is for. I believe it has something to do with men's health. It's uh, prostate? It's also very confusing to me because it happens at the same time as like hockey fights cancer. So I'm always like, are these two related? Are they the same thing? I would like to say I hate the term hockey fights cancer so <laughs> much. It is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's not the most original slogan. It was just like, they're just like, oh, what are we going to name it? Because uh, we call it hockey fights cancer. Like, don't even have a slogan. Just say it's like, it's pink jersey month. That's it's an lavender. It looks so <laughs> bad. Awful lavender. Anyway, uh, I think honestly it might be it might be Mark. I don't know who else is doing it because they all have beards now. Uh, Brian Boyle, I will say, is I feel like he's the he's the front runner. Um, not only does he have an amazing mustache, but I mean, like he literally beat cancer last year. Oh, I forgot about that. Uh, so I feel like the narrative, like the narrative, is there as Holy well. Holy shit! Him. Did you know he's six seven? I did, unfortunately. I feel like they're all doing it, but mostly to very little success. I feel like the better question is, who is having the worst Movember? Well, I can probably make a couple guesses. I haven't seen. <laughs> to that, I would say. Andre Burkowska. Mitch Marner. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't seen it. Let me see. Uh, definitely Mitch Marner. Well, there's nothing to see. Like, there's, there's, not, there's nothing going on there. Mitch Marner, prettier than me. Yeah. He's, he's a smooth boy. <laughs> I haven't thought about that phrase in a while. Really, we're all losing Movember. Because, like, the ones who can grow a good beard, like, already have one. The The beer thing is very interesting. Clearly, I mean, like, if you're a Preds fan, you got to never switch again. you got to just keep drinking Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Arizona Coyotes to win the Stanley Cup, I would suggest some sort of Anheuser-Busch product, just because that's where the Anheuser-Busch bush family is from did not know that wow well that's cindy mccain's family hmm. so that's when john mccain married cindy mccain he married into the anheuser bush the, the beer fortune. family fortune by the way you're you're messing up if you're drinking beer at the game just get a shot it's, it's also expensive i 
I don't know if they sell shots at Cavs games. They sell shots at Blackhawks games because, or they have to either that or Connor. Whenever they have to get people to go to the game somehow, Christina. (laughs) If they don't sell shots at Cavs game or at uh, Blackhawks games, then I don't know where the person I brought to the game with me got our shots. If he just stole them from somewhere. Uh oh, a good a good Anheuser Busch beer. Uh, maybe Shock Top. Uh, they own that or like Rolling Rock. No, don't drink Rolling Rock. Do not listen to Audrey. She went to college in New England. Do not drink I went to college in Pennsylvania. We were were drinking hams and yingling, which is a Pennsylvania beer. Well, Pennsylvania is New England, right? Absolutely not. Where is it then? New England starts at, like, above New York. It's Vermont, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Maine. (laughs) I'm from Texas. Everywhere above the Mason-Dixon line is New England. Is Pennsylvania in New England? Fuck out of (laughs) here. Jesus. All right. We got to take another call. Hi, bunnies. Uh, My question is uh, about goaltenders. I know you don't like them, but here it is. Uh, Which goaltender is the hottest of all time? My vote is Dominic Koshik from the Buffalo Sabres and the Chicago Blackhawks. And I'm pretty sure he played for somebody else, but I don't remember. Anyways. Thanks. Uh, I'll take my answer on the air. Bye. Dominic Hasek. I'm sorry. This may be a hot take, but I do not think he's. I don't think so either. There's like so many good choices and you pick that one. No. Would you like to know my pick? Yeah, I'd love to know your pick. It's Carrie Price. Oh, Carrie Price is a cutie. Oh, he's so handsome. I feel like the current current active goalies in the NHL, it's tough to grade on a, uh, just because the scale is so tipped mm-hmm. in Henrik Lundqvist's favor. Oh. Like, you really, while he is active in the NHL, I really don't think it's fair to even rate goalies on physical appearance. He's too hot. He shouldn't be playing hockey. I, I like, worry for his face. I would never want to be in the same room with him because it makes me physically uncomfortable. He's like six foot five, sculpted from marble. Unreal face. Uh, also cute. I think Cam Ward is cute. And I think Jonathan Bernier from the Red Wings is cute. Holtby's hot. Yeah. Objectively. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about that photo shoot again. <laughs> like Holtby is like my type, but I know that he's objectively not the hottest. Uh, the Sharks goalie. Martin, Martin Jones. Jones. Yeah, Martin Jones pretty cute. I also just hate the sharks. Oh, we got a text. Hey, ladies. This is Grace from Chicago. Just want to say love the podcast. Thank you. And I, I was wondering, are there any hockey podcasts or podcasts in general y'all listen to? And then she sent us several pictures of <laughs> Bruins rookie Brandon Carlo, which I would like to say thank you very much. They were a lot of thighs. A lot of thighs. If you have any thigh shots, please DM us. Thigh shots to us, please. Um, Christina, do you listen to any hockey podcasts? I, I famously don't listen to any podcasts. I famously don't even listen to this one, to be honest with you. Like, I, I'm supposed to, like, write my job. Audrey does all the work. My job is to, like, uh, post these, like, with, like, a description of what we talk about. I, I, mm-hmm. It always takes me, like, 15 minutes to be like, okay, what the fuck did we talk about? Cause, like, oh, I don't, me too. I don't and listen. I, I edit this. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to the entire thing. That's the only time I listen to this podcast. I don't listen to any hockey podcasts because I don't want my extremely good analysis to be at any, to be in tainted. any way tainted. That's fair. I listen to uh, podcasts in general. Um, I listen to really normy, bad podcasts like Reply All. 
I don't even know what that is. What's Reply All? It's like This American Life for the Internet. Oh, that's cool. I used to listen to like Chafo, but I don't really listen to them anymore. <laughs> Hockey podcasts, I will listen to. I mean, like, I feel like Spit and Chicklets is like the most popular hockey podcast what, right what now. What is that one? Uh, it's a Barstool affiliated one. Uh, I will listen to Chicklets if there is like a interview, like with some. Like I listened to them last week because they had Matthew Kachuk on. Oh, um, which was very fun. But I use I, their episodes are so long, <laughs> like they're like two hours long. Um, I listen to Puck Soup, which is pretty good. Um, and I listen to You Can't Do That, which is. Like it's it's Washington Capitals centered, but they do a lot of league wide stuff too, and it's hosted by all women. So we love our ladies. That's an obvious one for me. Um, other podcasts that I listen to, uh, I suffer from a serious medical condition called Goldfish Brain, where my attention span is about three seconds long, and after that, I forget everything that has happened to me before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I switch podcasts. All I lose interest in podcasts all the time. Wait, no, I do have one podcast I listen to religiously. I listen to The Adventure Zone. Oh, 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 oh. That's the McElroy Brothers Yes, one, right? my brother and mother, brother and me. They do like a D&D podcast. It's very funny. I have friends who have really liked that. The one that I listen to religiously is Who Weekly. Oh, Who Weekly's good. Everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't, which is, uh, I, it's so good. That is the podcast rundown. Hey, bunnies. It's your girl, Catherine. Uh, so for this week, I'm wondering, it, can someone get a penalty if they emotionally injure another player like I don't know say I was in the NHL and I went onto the ice and I every time I met with the dude in the face off I was just invested on making this guy cry does that does that count as a penalty okay thanks bye (laughs) (laughs) oh my god okay you kind of can because like Brad Marchand like like bites people and that's not really that's more of an emotional injury and I feel like he got a penalty or a suspension for that right? Well, first of all, he doesn't bite people; he licks people. Okay, well, I'm sure he's bitten someone. <laughs> that was the thing last year. Damn, I love my rat boy. Damn, I love my rat boy. Uh, he, I don't think he got suspended for that, but he, the league went out of their way to be like, listen, you can't do this anymore. You know what I'm saying? Emotionally injuring a player, I think probably happens because I feel like you say something to somebody and they're like, that's enough. Let's, let's fucking go like drop gloves or someone will fight them for you. Right. I do think that a lot of, there are select few players who would be very good at emotionally injuring, like just saying something so cutting to you. Like who do you think in a face off Nicholas Backstrom? Oh my God. Out of nowhere. He could say something to me that would be like so minor, and I I would I would lose my focus for the rest of the game. I feel like Sid Crosby is another. Oh, absolutely. He's sitting on some burns. You know that. Like he absolutely sinister energy, severe sinister energy. Also, Eric Carlson. Eric Carlson, I I could definitely see that. Just guys who are like quiet, quiet, vaguely smart. Like any of the Stahl brothers, maybe I don't know. Tyler Second. Ooh, I bet he could be mean. So Audrey and I have this argument where, like, I really want to believe Tyler Seguin is smart. You really want to think that Tyler Seguin has a brain. I want him to be smart so bad, but, like, Mm -mm. you're right, you're right. Also, I mean, like, Brayden Holtby. 
Again, yeah. not to be too cap centric, but like if if I was like skating by Braden Holtby during a TV timeout or something, and mm-hmm. he like said something even a little bit rude to me, I would lose my shit. I would crumble. Like absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Hey, bunnies. This is Bobby from Alaska. Um, I was scrolling through tri- Twitter and came across some posts by Bark Andre Fleury, the uh, fan dog of the Vegas Knights goalie, Mark Andre Fleury, and he's very cute. I've been following him for a while, but I wanted to know what you thought about him. I think he's kind of starved for attention, and I'm not sure if he uh, would maybe qualify as a thirst trap or a thought, and uh, just wanted your opinions on the matter. Thanks. Bye. Uh, he's definitely a thirst trap. Yeah, he's not a thought. Like, for for a really long time, I thought thought was, like, a compliment. I still think it's a compliment. I, I kind of do, too. But, like, I was taught that, like, oh, no, you, you shouldn't be calling people. I'm like, oh, girl, you look like a little thought. And then someone was like, don't call me that. Barcondre Fleury is definitely a thirst trap. It's an entire personality built around a dog. <laughs> but also, he's really cute. I think people hate on Barcondre because it's so genuinely earnest. People hate earnest things on Twitter. People hate things that are just genuinely nice and good and fun. Like, I feel like one of the reasons that people hate on Vegas and, like, the Knights in general is because they are a genuinely very upbeat and earnest fan base. You have to be, because they're brand new. They're new, and that's nice. Also, Bark Andre's very cute, and I would love to meet him someday. We're going to go to Vegas. We're going to meet Bark Andre Fleury. He's definitely a thirst trap, and it has worked. I follow him. I have fallen into the trap. Oh, okay. So this is... This is a really good question. This is a good text. Uh, here is my burning question. You opened my eyes to Mark Barbario, and I'm ready to devote my life to him. <laughs> what should I make my opening line of my DM to him? He only has 5,000 followers on Instagram, so it's totally an attainable goal. Honestly? Okay, this opened my eyes to the fact that he only has 5,000 followers, which is not a lot of followers, like, for a professional hockey player. It means he runs his own account, which means that he's going to see it. I have no advice, because I've never slid into anybody's DMs before. Audrey's never gone on a date. I feel like this is completely unsurprising, but I legitimately have never slid into anybody's DMs, so I, um... That is true. Actually, the reason that Audrey and I are friends are because I slid into Audrey's DMs. Yeah. Like, a platonic way. I was, I just decided, like... Yeah, okay. It was, like, this spring, I was like, Audrey, we're gonna be friends now. How do you think she should DM him? See, I think what you should do is you should do a zoomed-in picture of his mustache with the caption, Does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> That's not bad. It's not bad. That would make me laugh. I think it depends on how forward you want to be with it. But first thing you need to do is you need to change your Insta profile picture to one like where you can see your boobs. Like let's show off the girls. Boob yeah. center. But, but like not like not like in a thoughty way. Like in a, like ah, I was in a college shorty kind of thing. Like I'm hot and I have a personality. <laughs> so dye your hair blonde, <laughs> and then just like say what's up. Hey, smiley face. <laughs> hey, I, I love your uh, aggressive attitude on the ice. I don't know. Where is he from? Let me see. I feel like that's a tried and true technique. I mean, because we know a lot of people who have met their significant others on Twitter from Hockey World. He is so fucking fine. Oh, my God. Sorry, Mark. 
we're objectifying you a lot this this episode. He is from Montreal. Oh my god! What if you? Oh god. Okay. What if you message him in French? Anyway. Okay. Good luck. Please tell us how it goes. If he's French Canadian, I am out. Oh my god. Hi. I don't listen to the podcast, but I follow you both on Twitter. Uh, what is icing? Like both both on cake and in terms of hockey. Thank you. Icing's the only good part of cake. I don't like cake. Listen, you came to the wrong place if you want us to define what icing is. Also, he's never going to hear this because he doesn't listen to the podcast. I don't still don't really know what icing is. So we're really under no pressure to answer this question. We're going to we're going to define this once and for all. I looked it up and it wasn't helpful. It's when the puck when you're in one zone and you shoot the puck past the center red line mm-hmm. and past the other team's goal line all oh. the way at the end and nobody touches the puck before that even though there are like probably multiple chances to do so it's mm-hmm. basically like oh i'm just gonna whack this thing to the other side for no reason because if you could do that then the game would be forever i will forget that at moments I will also forget that. I, never, I don't want to know it. I'm looking at a diagram right now and trying to um, tattoo it into my mind. We don't do things like diagrams. Or Goldfish numbers. brain. <laughs> Goldfish brain. Let's look at who's playing next week. We're going to watch the Sabres. I'm gaveling it in now that we're going to watch the Sabres next week. We'll just make it all Sabres. Next week's episode is going to be just Jeff Skinner Appreciation Hour. Jeff Skinner? I barely knew know her. Oh, perfect, Christina. Next Tuesday, the Maple Leafs are playing the Buffalo Sabres in Buffalo. Okay, so that's what's going to happen next week. Um, whether you like it or not, god damn it. Saber? I barely, I barely know her. Wow, <laughs> it gets better every time. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this. You guys rule. You rule more if you subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and left us a review. Oh, yeah, we're on Instagram. Where I can post now because Audrey gave me the password. Christina's going to start sliding into people's DMs. I will watch from afar. If you get a DM, it's from Christina. If you get a fave, it's from me. (laughs) (laughs) We will see you guys next week. Bye. Hugs and kisses. XOXO. Gossip girl. Okay, I'm stopping.